if you want the latest news in technology, reviews of great new tech hardware and software, along with helpful tech tips, then Tech Brood with Greg Doig is the podcast for you and everyone that loves tech. Welcome back to another episode of Tech Brood, and I'm your host, Greg Doig. In today's show, we're going to talk about sentient artificial intelligence, something that's been in the news recently, and a lot of people are wondering, is it real? Machine sentience is the capacity of machines to experience or feel things. Some people argue that devices can be said to be sentient if they can engage in complex communication, problem-solving, and learning. Others say that machine sentience requires more, such as the ability to have emotions or feel pain. Unfortunately, there is no agreed-upon definition of machine sentience, and scientists and philosophers are still debating the issue. The issue of machine sentience and what it means hit the news recently when Google placed a senior software engineer on leave. Blake Lamone was the engineer who was placed on leave after he went public with his belief that the company's artificial intelligence, or AI chatbot, Lambda, was a self-aware person. So what does machine sentience mean for the future? That's a question that's popped up. In recent years, machine sentience has become a popular topic of discussion among scientists and researchers. The term refers to the increasingly common ability of machines to independently learn and make decisions. As artificial intelligence grows more sophisticated today, many people are asking what this means for the future of humanity. Some experts believe that machine sentience could eventually lead to machines that are smarter than humans. This has led to concerns about how such devices might use their power. Some worry that they might become dictators over humanity, while others fear they might wipe us out altogether. Others argue there is no reason to be concerned. They point out that we have been able to control artificial intelligence up to this point, and there is no reason to think we wouldn't be able to do so in the future. They also argue that machine sentience could benefit humanity in several ways. Another question, what kind of research is being done in machine sentience? Machine sentience is a field of artificial intelligence research that focuses on creating machines capable of experiencing emotions and thought processes similar to humans. This involves simulating human brain activity and programming machines to learn and grow in the same way humans do. Much progress has been made in this area in recent years. It is hoped that machine sentience will eventually lead to fully functioning robots that can be used for various purposes. One principal place would be in assisting humans in their everyday lives. One research camp in the machine sentience focuses on creating machines that can replicate or exceed human intelligence. The questions here are in need of strict standards, controls, and a list of ethical questions that need to be answered. And the final question we'll look at... What are the challenges of machine sentience? When discussing the challenges of machine sentience, there are a few key points to consider. One such challenge is programming morality into machines. As humans, we have a sense of right and wrong that is often based on societal norms. It is not clear how we would program these concepts into artificial intelligence. Another challenge is that machines may not have the same empathy capacity as humans and this could lead to unforeseen consequences in interactions between humans and artificial intelligence. Additionally, it is unclear how we would deal with the emotions of intelligent machines. What would be our responsibility if a machine became sentient and experienced pain or joy? 
These are just a few of the challenges posed by machine sentience. It will be fascinating to see how artificial intelligence develops in the coming years and how it impacts our world. So in conclusion, the development of machine sentience is a complex issue with many potential implications. While there are many benefits to be gathered from creating machines that can think and feel, there are also risks that must be considered. Therefore, we must ask ourselves if it is worth the potential cost to create machines that are as intelligent as or even more intelligent than humans. As technology advances, this question will only become more important to answer. We have another alert for you from the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, also abbreviated CISA or CISA. CISA, the FBI, and the Department of Treasury, along with the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, have released a joint cybersecurity advisory, which is abbreviated CSA, and with the hashtag of Stop Ransomware. This alert is about a ransomware named Medusa Locker. Medusa Locker actors target vulnerabilities in Remote Desktop Protocol, or RDP, to access victims' networks. And a note, this hashtag Stop Ransomware CSA is part of an ongoing hashtag Stop Ransomware effort to publish advisories for network defenders that detail various ransomware variants and ransomware threat actors. CISA, FBI, Treasury, and FinCEN encourage network defenders to examine their current cybersecurity posture and apply the recommended mitigations in this joint CSA, which include prioritize remediating known exploited vulnerabilities, and you can find those at the CISA website at CISA.gov, train users to recognize and report phishing attempts, enable and enforce multi-factor authentication. Also see hashtag stop ransomware Medusa Locker to learn about Medusa Locker actors' tactics, techniques, and procedures and the recommended mitigations. And additionally, review the U.S. government resource at the website stopransomware.gov for more guidance on ransomware protection, detection, and response. And I'm sure we'll have more warnings to come. This week, we'll give a tech tip to those people out there that use Microsoft OneDrive, or if you haven't looked at OneDrive lately, there's some uh, major updates that were added in the second quarter of this year. We may have you take a look and see whether or not to start using OneDrive again. Here's a quick list of all the new features that were added in the second quarter of 2022. Starting with, you can easily navigate to all your team's files from OneDrive. Another feature is you can delete large folders with up to 10,000 items in a folder. Next, Microsoft Stream, you can comment on a video or audio file in SharePoint and OneDrive. Another feature, shift between work and personal files in OneDrive. You can also quickly switch between document libraries in OneDrive. You can pin important files to quick access. There is a new feature of file browsing within Teams in OneDrive. And also, you can add OneDrive in Teams. So you may want to take a look at these features and make the best use out of OneDrive and make sure you do your updates so you can take advantage of all those features. And there's your tech tip for this week. Well, this ends this week's show. But yes, we will work to bring you more and hope you enjoyed another episode of Tech Brood, where we talk about getting your tech brood just the way you like it. I'm Greg Doig, and thank you for listening.